What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digger Dulamite. Triple bling bling, y'all. <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 143 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man? How you do, everybody? Uh, everything's going pretty well right now. Uh, as always, happy to be here talking about this uh, this thing we love: uh, video games. Woohoo! Indeed, indeed, indeed. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Still funny. <laughs> that will always who, be funny. Who can maximize your gaming dog? I can't even sing the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> What's yes. going on, man? Mr. Jabroni. Happy to be here. It's a beautiful fall evening right now as we record, and I'm here to talk about video games, not video games and politics mixed together like I do on <laughs> other instances. So I'm wow. eternally <laughs> grateful. Right now. So eternally grateful. Yes, I yes. don't have to talk. I'm spicy. Yes, the spicy, spicy jabroni. Right now. Spicy jabroni. <laughs> yeah, you extra spicy jabroni today. Yes. Um, has that show has that show been posted yet? Uh no, I think it's posting in the next couple of days on there. So okay, uh, I, I, which I I didn't really partake too much in. So I, I was watching eager, the. I'm eager to hear. <laughs> what yeah, well, by. what I was <laughs> referencing is that on GH Radio we're talking about, of course, Activision and diversification in video games, especially for, uh, you know, for women and uh, minorities and. Uh, uh, LGB, <laughs> I forget the acronym. God, correct me, Desmond. LGBTQ plus. Yes, thank you. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, not nothing against doing that. So I like talking about just video game stuff. That's all. So, mm, 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 mm. industry stuff. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. All right, folks. Well, as usual, the first topic on our docket is going to be the playlist. So, Trader Joe, why don't you kick things off this week? What you been playing? Uh, I don't have a lot to add, unfortunately. I was on, I've been on vacation, but uh, the Switch OLED's laying on the table. I'm waiting for it to get connected to the TV so I can dig into Metroid Dread a little bit more. Yeah, uh, besides just booting up the, the you know title screen and whatnot, you know. So, I've uh, been playing a lot of Titan Quest, almost too much Titan Quest. I'm up to the uh, third continent, which is uh, Asia. Just got there. Me and Des both got there, and we've been playing some multiplayer. I've been playing a little ahead of Des a little bit, and then we'll wait for Des to catch up. And so, it's still enjoying that quite a bit. So, on that, you know, we played a little bit with Surgeon Fire too, uh, as well. So, and that was. 
pretty enjoyable. Pretty enjoyable for a game that retails at GameStop now for $9.99. Used, uh, you know, get a lot of enjoyment from it. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the game speaks for itself, you know. So I'm not experiencing all the same uh, issues I was having on the PS4 with this game on the PS5. Um, I was getting a lot of blue screens and a lot of, like, uh, you know, kickback to OS. I think you got a blue screen, I think, once, right, Des? I, I don't know what you're talking. I didn't get a blue screen. It just crashed. It's like a crash. It crashed. Yeah, I was yeah. getting numerous crashes. So No, it just crashed. It just kind of was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, oh, okay. SpaghettiOs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. And then that was kind of it. So I was like, okay. So, but it was it was okay. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun um, playing that game and actually digging my teeth into it. Uh, especially with you, although you can be a thieving little magpie sometimes. Oh, taking please! All my, taking all my, taking all my loot. Your loot—that's that's what you know. You play a game cooperatively, and guess what? Don't sit there and say that when you when you're like, "Oh, this is your game, Des. This, this is your game. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. It's it's your game." I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, but uh, if if we're going over new areas that I've never been to before, then it's like, okay, uh, am I gonna miss out? Oh boy, it's like, uh, look at this Hoover over here, sucking up all all the all You're the loot. Like you said, it's my game. I know. So then, I guess so. Then hush up, son. <laughs> piff piff, dad. Doing grateful little redheaded stepchild. <laughs> Anywho, what else have you been playing, Joe? <laughs> Burning Hell Gamer Stepdad. <laughs> wow. No, not, not that extreme. Uh, I also been playing Dragon Quest Eleven. Finally went back to that. Uh, I just, I would think I would be playing this more if I was playing it and on a console I actually went to on a daily basis. But since I'm playing it on Xbox, it's just. <laughs> I want to be playing it more than I have been. And so um, I just need to make a conscious effort to uh, fire the Series X up. You know, I do turn it on, you know, get some updates to the games I have there. You know, I was kind of dropped Fantasy Star uh, Online 2 New Genesis a bit, but the new class came out. But I still haven't fired it up even after the introduction of the new class. So. Uh, but uh, also been playing a little uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed on the PS5. I just got a little taste of it on, uh, what, Friday night on there. So I played that a little bit and got kind of used to the mechanics a bit. Super fun on there. I know Kev will kind of blow it more down in detail than I am right now. and will have more to add than me. But, uh, you know, the online's kind of, it's okay. I wish there was a server browser list. So we could party up and play together as a group and whatnot. There, there's an issue with that, with the game because uh, either you just go into a quick match or you do go into a private server. There's no way to bring up a browse browse list of uh, games that are going on there. And like Kev mentioned last night, even EDF5 has a browser list in the online portion of its game. So I'm just hoping that you know, that will be further patched in at some point. So. But, uh, you know, the gameplay is great, uh, hopping from track to track and all the flying and the craziness with the cars and whatnot. Uh, you know, some of the Hot Wheels, they have uh, liveries where you could download uh, user-created paint jobs. And so I was, like, uh, you know, downloading, you know, Batman and Spider-Man, Spider-Mobile and uh, Speed Racer and all those other paint jobs that were just, just 
excellent. So something I'll definitely be playing a little bit more too. So that's it for me. Kev, why don't you go into what you've been playing and talk about Hot Wheels some more? Sure, sure. So I have been playing more Fist, Forged in Shadow Torch. I'm enjoying it. I was kind of at a at an area that was making me like it was difficult because I had to had to talk to some some uh, key NPCs, and I finally it was weird, man. Uh, after you guys logged off, I continued playing, and at some point, I made my way to the where these individuals were, but for the life of me, I don't remember how I got there. All I know is that I'm facing off on that area boss, and uh, fortunately, there was, I hit a save point before I got there, so <laughs> however I got past those... Uh, those barriers to speak to those uh, those NPCs, uh, I I don't know because I was just like racking my brain trying to figure it out because I didn't want to go to YouTube because I hate looking for game tips on Metroidvanias because you got to scroll through the whole dang game play because Metroidvanias aren't broken up into levels really they're just areas that on a huge map that you just go back and forth across. So, um, still having fun with that. The boss fight is a bear, though, because I have to fight two bosses at once, and uh, so I just need to, I just, I just need to pay closer attention to their attack patterns and find safe places to uh, wait until I can strike without getting getting bodied. I uh, also played. Um, I didn't play more of Final Fantasy VII. I did some research because I was that that last battle, though that that la those last several fights were just were just brutal. Uh, in fact, I was talking to Damon, uh, my buddy Damon, not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like going over our materia uh, allocations and how we distributed amongst our characters. And I was just like, it. I know I'm missing some some high value materia. So I just did like this deep dive on YouTube to find out what they. I, I missed a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> I missed a whole lot of stuff that would have made that last fight much more enjoyable than it was. And uh, I found uh, I found a, a YouTuber. His name is Shinky. I believe is S-H-I-N-K-I. And he goes into... It's no commentary. It's just gameplay. Uh, and he's just destroying bosses in like under two minutes like just destroying them in under two minutes. And then at the end of the video, he goes into his uh, material breakdown. Now, I don't know if all these things are picked. You have to go through the game again on hard in order to get, but I looked at that list and it's like, okay, now I see, <laughs> now I see where, 
<laughs> I see now why it was such a battle to get to finish that game because he had he was using he had luck materia. I had no luck materia. He had Perry. I knew that I I knew that Perry was a key element, and he had that. He had that on two on um, two characters, and he had um, counter stance. And I have counter stance on a weapon as an ability, but uh, I believe that is also a materia that you can use. And I, again, I, I didn't have any of that. And he had ATB boost and ATB assist on two of the three members of his team. And that was critical. I had ATB, the only ATB materia that I had is... ATB stagger. These are regards to your action points, which you need to conduct your or or which you need to build up that meter in order to do your special abilities. Either your special abilities or magic. And yeah, I, I was missing a whole lot of stuff. But at least now I, I know where I went wrong. But I I I still I that game is still one of the best games I ever played. So when I do go back, um I'm going to uh, dig up those uh, those key materia and uh, revisit some of those revisit some of those harder battles because the game the game is just really really fun. And like Trader Joe, I was playing uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed, and this game was this game was fantastic. Uh, the multiplayer lack of multiplayer options is kind of a bummer because you can't do you can't search the server list you can't bring a group of friends into a, a quick match it's it's either quick match or private but uh for those who don't know i have been a or i have been a collector off and on of hot wheels since i was a kid i've I've lost count of how many Hot Wheels I actually have. It's, and my collection is by no means big in collector circles, but I got a lot of them. And uh, this game is like somebody just downloaded my five, six-year-old brain and turned <laughs> it into a game. Love it. Pretty much. It, I used to set up Hot Wheels tracks as a kid as an, uh, as as a six five six seven year old, I used to set up Hot Wheels tracks in our family's living room and family room that would cover just about every available space that that we had. I was also into uh, my dad was into uh, slot cars and we had slot car tracks, but I if I had my druthers, I would. I would say I, I just like making these Hot Wheels courses and I would make hills and jumps. And it got to a point where my parents used to get me uh, race sets for my birthday, but I, I didn't like those because they I felt that they were too constricting. So they just started just getting me be pieces of track. You know, I, I get a bunch of straightaways, a bunch of bank turns, a bunch of loops and loops. <laughs> and... You know, I would on any given weekend, I would be either in the living room or in the family room, uh, just just building Hot Wheels tracks. <laughs> and the, this stuff is is like this game 
it's like what I was imagining in my head as I was playing with these with with my Hot Wheels on these tracks. It, it's it, it it the it's it's great. It, graphically, it's super impressive. It has the arcade uh, drift me- uh, the typical arcade drift mechanic to build up boost going for it. It's implemented in a really in a really good way. Um, the, and the thing that I, that I really like the most is just how true to form some of these castings are. Like, um, I haven't seen a whole lot of the castings that I grew up with as a kid. The Bone Shaker is one that I remember, that I recall, but it's one that I never had. Bone Shaker. Uh, yeah. Um. Macho Man drove that. <laughs> It's the bone shaker, brother. Uh, I wow. uh, <laughs> uh, the one that I the one uh, casting that I picked up uh, last night while playing the game was the Roger Daughter. That's one of my favorite castings of all, which is like this looks like a 70 71 Plymouth Barracuda with this oversized engine block in the hood that sticks out it, it's completely ridiculous over the top and i got the roger dodger so i was just you know i was just happy um i i i've lost track of how many different roger dodger castings i have in my collection i've got a bunch of them because one of my favorites but a big part of I, I don't want folks to to let my nostalgia for hot wheels uh make you let you think that this is not a good game outside of the license because it is i guess it's only shortcoming are the multiplayer functionality or the lack thereof but this is a really really solid arcade racer so uh i would especially for those who don't have an affinity for hot wheels try and find this you know i'm sure this game is going to be on a discount on black friday which is pretty much uh, around the corner just about so if you're a little apprehensive about paying full price for it, just wait for it to come out on sale uh, during Black Friday or at some point thereafter. I, you won't be disappointed. You won't yeah, be disappointed. Uh, if you want to pick it up now, between now and Black Friday, Walmart had a significant discount. Uh, I picked up the both me and Kev the uh, you know collector's edition that came with a steel book and. Um, uh, car, a Hot Wheels vehicle, on here, and that was I think fifty bucks uh, versus uh, it's the regular game is like fifty bucks everywhere. So the regular edition of the game, if you want to pick it up, is uh, I think uh, like in the, like forty one thirty thirty nine ninety nine price point mm-hmm. around there. So and just make sure to buy the right version. This version does not have the um, you know uh, smart delivery for the xbox consoles and also for the playstation versions you don't get a free ps5 upgrade you just buy the version of the system that you own basically so it's amazing how hard that is for people to a concept for people to grasp it's like (laughs) you buy the game for the console you either have or plan on getting i I, I tell you, Trader Joe was going over. So what was this, Resetera, or was yeah, this, I, was uh, the, I was going Reddit. over the Res, Resetera like thread for Hot Wheels. Oh my gosh! This, yeah, so there's some folks in there. Unfortunately, they 
They, they bought the Xbox One version, and they own the Series X, and they're expecting mm. smart delivery on their platform. And unfortunately, they not every game supports smart delivery on Xbox, so it's not a noted thing. And, and you have to do some research uh, for PlayStation as well. In fact, uh, I recently bought a game. I thought I had a free PS5 upgrade, and unbeknowing to me, it didn't have a PS um, free upgrade, so... And so I, I'm willing to have to take take the L to play werewolf in PS4 mode versus PS5 Werewolf? Mode, so. Oh, no. Oh, no, not have, that game. You might have taken the L just getting that game regardless. I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but... Uh... Hey, I mean, it was, no. I was, I like mean, it. I it. it was $11.99 <laughs> at, at uh, Gamefly, so, you know. I know you do. You're like... But I mean, come on, y'all. Can can you not? Can, is it can people not get the content for the box that they own? It, 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 I mean, it's marked clear as day. Everything is the same price. Everything is the same price. You're not paying a premium. I G. I have an Xbox One. I want to get this game. Which version do I get? It's for the one, it's for the box that you have or the box that you want to get. Now, if you want a Series X and don't and don't have it yet, have one yet, but you're actively trying to grab one, here's an idea. You buy the the, the game marked Series X, Series S. I mean, I, I, I know that requires a, a, an engineer's doctoral degree of research. I understand that, but it, it's something that you, you you can you can just try to do a simple a simple Google search. Will re, uh, searching GameStop app. It's amazing that it that how the different versions of a game pop up. With just a few clicks on on, on the keypad. Uh, well, maybe if someone's in the market for a new console and they can't afford to buy it or can't, they could afford to buy it but can't buy it because of stock, whatnot. No. I mean, but no, 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 no. They no. just did. They, they just no. wait. No. It, if you if you are getting ready to drop five hundred dollars on a box. And you're tripping off 40 or 50 bucks on a game, then you need to get your money your money order in order before you before you do anything. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, I, I I don't want to sound like a douche, but if you're if you're struggling with picking up the console, but you can't afford a game for it. Then maybe you should just stack your paper up a little bit more before you go out and buy it. I mean, I don't know. This I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to go. These entitled people people say, "I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait to play this game. I want to play it now, and I want it on my Series X." Make my head hurt. (laughs) These people seriously make my head hurt. I, I. you know, I I don't want to come across as sounding like that guy. I'm not talking. You know, I get it. And it's I'm I don't feel that I'm talking about P 
Wikipedia. Well, if you broke, you just, you know, too bad, so sad. I'm not saying that. But look, you're getting ready to buy the console, and you're tripping off the amount uh, on buying a game. Doesn't mean you have to buy every game in the library, right? But you don't have the money to buy a game with it? Then maybe you should wait. I'm, I, I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean, if it's if someone in that particular nature, they could probably. They don't need to be. They don't need to be spending their money on video games. They they, well, they no. don't. They could play Hot Wheels now, and you know, not worry about the next gen. You know, popping graphics on the uh, newer consoles. If that's the case, so, but I digress. So. Yeah, I I just can't with these people. Is I, I I'm a Gen Xer. And we we act some kind of way. We we figured things out. It's like, gee, do I want A or B? Ooh, I want to get B, but I've got A right now. But I really want to get B, so I think I'll hold on until I can get B, and then get all the things that go with getting option B and and bypass. A. It's amazing how we were able to figure that stuff out. Anyway, <laughs> but. <laughs> All right, we beat that. I, beat that I, I just can't with the. I can't with these people. These today's gamers, y'all. Thank God for people like my nephew. I I, I listen to him talk about game. It's like, thank God, his daddy and his mama talk some, put some sense in into him, and that he's got his head his head screwed on, because I swear, man, these. It, it's, it ain't looking good <laughs> for hmm. the vast majority of the so-called generation in his group. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I li- and these are people that are actually generation a generation or two older than him belly aching about this stuff. It's like, what the hell's wrong with y'all? Where was your home training? Anyway. Anyway, I'll, I'll step off. I'll st- step off my footstool. What you been playing, Des? <laughs> So what have I been playing? Um, well, play Titan Quest with Joe. I have been loving our time together, even though we nag each other, you know. But hey, uh, our, our uh, gameplay last night was very. I mean, I just let you suck it all up, and you oh, you let me suck it all up. Thanks, <laughs> bud. Yeah, no, you you're like you know, it's like you allowed me to pick up a couple. I items, allowed so. you, Jesus yes. Christ. Like, oh, here, I'm we done played, picking up the we, treasure. It's like, okay, thank you. Shared. It was great. Yes, it was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, uh, I got it. Uh, <laughs> stop, Kim. I got it for $8. Target was having a sale, and I got it uh, at Target. I had a 10% off coupon, so I got it for $8. So um, how's it been? Um it's not it's not that it's bad. Uh it's just that I I I don't know what people were expecting of this to be like the second coming or anything, but it, it was not. It 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 just was not. It was uh or it is as I'm as I'm still playing it. It is just every it's just a just another old game. I, I don't see what people were going crazy about or 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 the new hotness or whatever, or this highly anticipated game from this, you know, 
fantastic studio, but it's just a game. And even with the fix, and this is the PS4 version, and I'm playing it on my PS5, and it's running uh, rather well. I haven't I haven't had any glitches or I mean, there's one glitch where one of the characters like walked through the scenery, and I was like, okay, but. But I remember getting that on Skyrim when the dragon's flying backwards and shit just kind of, you know, falling in. But, but there's nothing, there's nothing about this game that that makes it seem like it, it's it's gonna break anything. Um, I don't know. I've only been playing it for like about three hours, and it's just kind of boring. Um, like the shooting is the shooting. I don't feel is as snappy as it could be. I guess you have to get perks to make it snappier. Um, as a first person, you know, shooter, eh, it's just it's just okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, I I I don't know what what I was expecting or what people were expecting from this game, but it's just kind of like a meh at this point. Um, I keep thinking uh, how other games in this genre of cyberpunk the cyberpunk genre are have have been better uh the ascent has been better i I keep thinking i want to play the ascent uh i just don't know what what i'm expecting so i don't know if i'm going to continue playing it i started um i started the the nomad life path i started the the street kids side path and they all kind of lead to the same place so and the only thing that's different is some of the dialogue options you have, but I don't think it really makes any difference or any large difference. So the whole consequences of your actions is kind of like uh, muted at this point a little bit. But again, this is the first part of the game. Uh, the hacking, that's interesting. And I do enjoy doing that. Although when you're hacking, you're kind of waiting for your hack to, you know, it's like magic. You're kind of waiting for your hack to go through. And then when it does, um, then you can start front firing um, or start trying to kill people. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get super bored with it or what I'm going to do is at this point, I'm just kind of like, eh. Um, so I just don't know. I have, I have <laughs> a question for you. I have sure. a question for you, Dan. Which is a better game, Rage 2 or Cyberpunk? Uh, Rage 2 at this point. I I enjoyed I enjoyed Rage 2 because like the I thought the shooting is better in Rage 2. It the story while the story is just is just outlandish and silly, it didn't take its it, 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 it doesn't take itself too seriously. I think Cyberpunk does take itself way too seriously and I know it's trying to show uh, a cohesive story, but I think their 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 ambition got the better uh cd project red's ambition got the better of them when trying to release this and i don't like i i don't know what else what other like technical stuff they can add to it like i look at this game and i'm thinking like i have seen other open world like gta like gta is like the blueprint for games like this and you can you can say that i'm wrong or whatever but like i've seen gta games you know that are just so much better and they were done on last year last year uh console or last year like uh engines last stuff. gen yeah last gen engine so i i don't know what the big thing is and and i know that no man's sky got a bad rap when it first came out because of what it was trying to do but that's like a comeback kid story right there where where they actually put in the time the effort to do this to do that and make and make it a better product 
Now this, I don't, I honestly don't know where they can go from here because it seems to be the PS4 seems to be running fine. Now again, they call me the high res hater for a specific reason. I don't know, like super high res or not, because my my eyes are shot anyway. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not blind, but you know, I, I stuff has never been super crystal clear for me. Um, I've only had one time in when when a when a game was super crystal clear, and that was when I was playing on uh, Joe's Vita, and I played um, Wipeout. Just uh, everything around that was just like I really felt like like I was racing, and it was clear, and it was beautiful. This game, it just seems like everything is kind of muted. I don't know. It just I, I don't know what I'm what what I'm expecting uh, from this, um, and I really hope that the story kind of picks up. And I know it does once you. You know, once you go through the first part of the prologue and then you're out, you're kind of left out on your own and then some weird crap happens. I've seen all the stuff, but but I, I just don't know if I want to go on this ride, you know, and and I don't like foresee myself buying the PS5 version of it. I know Joe's going to buy the is going to is waiting to play until he gets the until the PS5 um, update comes out. But I don't know what that update is going to do. Like, I don't know. Uh... From what it's stated, it's going to take advantage of the SSD in each console. They also have ray tracing available because this ray tracing is available on the high-end PC version. On here, um, it's like uh, frames per second improvements on know. there. So, you know, well, obviously... See. Uh, there was some smaller features that were cut from the game in the name of optimizations. I guess they had they had street vendors that you could trade with in the game previously, but they took it out and they're gonna um, do a more extensive UI and additional attachments for weaponry. On like I there. Get, just like, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's just it just seems like you know they are going to support it with further free DLC as well. So. Okay, and that's that's great. I'm sorry, are you done? Because I was just like, like yeah, I'm done. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to rush you, but like all that seems like stuff that we have seen before in other open world games. So I don't understand why CD Projekt Red couldn't get that done now and put this in the game. Like I don't. I, there, there must have been something else going on uh, with this. I, I, I and I, we can talk about it, you know, some other time or or, or on our Discord. But it's like, it's like we've seen it's, all that stuff in other games, and we've seen it um, in other games uh, effectively. So I just don't know, like, what's going on with that. I don't know. I just I, the, this, uh, this 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 whole thing. It's like it's it's like you get it's like you get that thing in your stomach, and you're like, oh my god, oh, oh my god, it's, it's gonna be the big one. Oh my god, Elizabeth, this is gonna be the big one. Oh my god, and then you go to the bathroom, and it's like, you know, and it's like nothing. <laughs> Like that's totally what it was. It was like, I, I, I kind of equate it to like, okay, you're at a restaurant and <laughs> like a you, you got you got you got like a crappy looking steak <laughs> on your plate, and like you know the waiter's waiting to bring out all these improvements. He's going to bring out some sauces and some other stuff, but in the end, it's still that same like you know bland piece of meat <laughs> that you're kind of dealing with, even if it has ray tracing, even if it has a graphical improvements it's still the same game in I don't, itself, and i so. just that's the thing so like, we're I dealing just, with a polished turd in what you in other ways it's just it's just <laughs> like i wish it was i don't know like i just wish it was i don't know there's and there's an awful lot of talking like this is 
I think CD Projekt Red wanted to make a movie, and then they just decided to try to make it as a game. Like, kudos for them for trying to put this, you know, out and do this. But, like, I think this should have cooked in the oven a lot more. It should have only came out for PS5. They announced it too soon and got it out too soon, you know. And I think that they were, I honestly believe that they were thinking that they would just use whatever goodwill they got from from the Witcher franchise to allow them to to kind of run with this and 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 they'll fix it and they probably like in the boardroom said well if it worked for no man's sky it'll work for us and i'm just like okay and so we're left with this and so i I don't know i i I don't want to say that this is you know a deeply flawed game because i've only played like three hours of it but 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 if this is indicative of what's going on in the game i don't know and it's so solemn it's just Oh, this is such a solemn game, you know? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Just, just a lot of the tropes in it. And Kev, when I was when I was playing this on Saturday, uh, sorry, when I was playing this on Friday, um, yesterday, Kev was like, well, did you play the pen and paper role-playing game? And I did. I played it, and I loved it. It's like, oh, my God, I got, I got cybernetic arms, yes! And I'm role-playing it, and it was awesome. And we're like... Street Samurais and, you know, Rocker Boys and it was, it was Rockers. It was great, right? Yeah, you know. But again, that was something that my, like, 15, 14, 15-year-old 15 mind was just like, this is awesome, you know? <laughs> now... As, you you want to be Johnny Mnemonic, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> or as, like, a mid-40-year-old guy, I'm kind of like, meh, you know? <laughs> I just don't kind of need this drama. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see You're what probably happens. better off checking out the Shadowrun games on PC or wait for that collection to come out for Switch to get your, oh, like, you know, cyberpunk-esque. Yeah, I, and I, I agree. And I think that having adding magic to it and, like, net running and everything made it just a little, made the world a lot more dynamic because, like, I look at the city and the city is just kind of, like, like I've I've seen better cityscapes, you know, and I've just I don't know, just and like the driving is not very good. Um, the streets look we I don't know. It's just it's just the how the game was just planned out. It's just like I don't know, but hopefully CD Projekt Red can learn from this, and when they decide to make Cyberpunk two or whatever they make, you know, they will be a better company for it. Um, I really hope so. So that was my take on Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven. Uh, sorry, 2077. Uh, 2027 is two years from now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, from a while from now, six years. Anyway, um, I don't know if I'm going to be playing it. Check with me next week, and we'll see if it's gotten any better or worse. So that's my hot take on that. Last thing, uh, real quick. You were going to say something, Joe? Or Oh, I was just going to say, you're, instead of going from hot to cold, you're going from, like, lukewarm to cold. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the only reason why I bought it was it was eight bucks. And I'm thinking, okay, like, I can waste some time with this and see what's going on and see what it looks like. And and it's a, it's, it's a purely functional game at this state. Like, I don't see any super thing, crazy things happening. Um, maybe later, or I don't see any glitched quests or anything. But who knows? I, I really don't know how long I'm going to play it. Um, and then the last thing, I didn't play this game, but I finally just decided to just kind of give up the ghost, and that is Marvel's Avengers. Um, I will not be playing that game anymore. I just, I just do not think that that game is worth anyone's, you know, anyone's time, money, or effort. Now, you may disagree with me, of course. We are all different people. You can do whatever you want. 
I personally just do not think that that game is is or, or the 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 sentiment and the feelings behind that game are worthy of anyone's purchase or 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 playing because of because of the whole game game pass fiasco in which they they went it went to games pass and then all the grinding uh loop progression sorry the 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 the, the character progression was halted and then now they're selling XP boosters for that um that eight that that XP thing happened a while ago actually and I kind of know I kind of noticed it a little bit um uh, the 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 grinding they increased the grinding and now you know them saying they're not gonna sell everything is gonna be um um cosmetic and now it is not it just kind of I don't know I, I just think that that game is is not uh the reason for that game and the sentiment from that game is is just not it's i just don't think that it's just and i don't i don't really want to support that or play that game i was only playing it for the story because i am a huge marvel fan but i will be um with my dollar and my time i will be um using it on newer marvel products like like midnight suns guardians of the galaxy uh, and all the insomniac games i just don't i i just i was only playing it again for the story and after after this debacle i thought about oh you know maybe i can play it on games pass if and when i get a, an xbox but no i'm not i'm I just not gonna play it anymore this is no it's not yeah, I, it. I traded my copy in today i got a hot eight dollars and eighty cents for it and i was glad for it so yeah i'm just Mm -mm. I, I just and if you play it and you love it more power to you but i can't in good faith play it anymore um it just it's just not it, it, it leaves a bad feeling in my mouth now you know i'll watch i will watch uh if i really want to care if i really care about the story i want to see what happens i will watch it on like a on like one of my on on like youtube or something if i really need to see what happens but i really don't so that's that that's it for me in my playlist you know i'll get off my soapbox so, so, uh, so boxes all around. I know. What the hell? <laughs> so sorry about all that, everybody. No, speak your mind. To, That's what you're here for, real man. A little bit. I, and I never get real like that. True honestly. story. <laughs> what was that, Joe? Oh, I, I, I threw in a, a crappy real world, like from 1990, like true story reference there. Sorry. What'd you say? It's time to get real. Time to get real. True story. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched that show. Anyway. Anyway, well, that's all that I've been playing. Uh, hopefully, I will get divor uh, more diverse in my play. It's just I started a new um, semester at school. So, oh, sorry, a new quarter of the second semester. So, a whole bunch of new stuff. So, but, yeah, um, that's all I've been playing. Well, all right, then. So, we're going to move into our next topic on the docket, which is going to be the main – <clears throat> Excuse me, the main event. All right, Des, you got the mic, man. All righty. So our main event question for this week is, is now that we're almost uh, two years into this new quote unquote COVID life, uh, how have your gaming habits changed? Have you bought more games, less games or, or tired of games? Is your significant other tired of you playing games? Let us know. We will discuss it on the next podcast. Um, so uh, we got a couple of, of responses, uh, but we're actually going to uh, table this uh, for, for one more week because we really want 
uh, people to chime in, uh, especially on our Discord and on our and our and on our um, our Twitter, because we really want to know how this is um, how our gaming habits have changed. And and I know that a lot of it, even if it's just like a, a couple sentences or a word, just to kind of express what has happened, especially to our community. Uh, which we really care about. We want to see how this is affecting our computer, sorry, our computer, our, our community and our um, larger community. So we think this is an important topic. And we really want to uh, to hear your thoughts about it. So we're going to table it and uh, please feel free to uh, respond on our Discord, on our Twitter, uh, send us an email, send us a voice, a voice uh, message. Uh, you can send a Google Voice to our Google our Google email account. We've had that in the past. I would love to hear your voice. We we would love to hear your voices as you tell us how you, how it's changed. We'll play them on the show. So yeah, just just let us know um, what's uh, how you been how you how you have changed, and then uh, from that we will definitely um, have a have a pretty robust conversation about that on our next episode. So. Uh, and I will be sending it back over to you, Kev, who will be at the end of the show letting you know how you can contact us and um, how you can share your voice. All right, all right. So our next topic on our docket is going to be the news. All right, Trader Joe, you're on deck. All right, good deal. Okay, first thing Or is on... that Jabroni Chief? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Super Jabroni, Jabroni Chief. Chief. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> Just don't call me Shirley. So. <laughs> but yeah, first thing on the docket is probably the thing that got the most kind of discussion uh, was the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. Trash. Um, Pricing is finally unveiled for it. So they unveiled it because um, they kind of held announcing the price because of the fact that they wanted to announce the Animal Crossing New Horizons Happy Home Paradise expansion, which is paid DLC, which they had a Animal Crossing Direct, but you do get that DLC as part of the expansion pack on here. And uh, the expansion pack is going to include that DLC and 64 titles and Sega Genesis titles on here a 12 month subscription for that will cost 49.99 US dollars for an individual membership and 79.99 US dollars for the family option on there so i'm assuming even though that the uh, nintendo online service is like 19.99 for the uh, individual membership that you would have to pay the additional 30 dollar difference to upgrade your membership. And so obviously the launch lineup includes nine N64 games and it looks like a considerable amount of Sega Genesis games. It looks like uh, 14 Sega Genesis games on there and the Animal Crossing expansion. And for that to bump up the price an additional $30 a year, a lot of people were going, Hails to the no-nos on the whole topic on the docket. So Hail to the no-no-no. So they also unveiled that the you could get the three-button, the inferior three-button Sega Genesis controller. 
that will be compatible for your Switch for $49.99. And then the N64 controller, and everyone's favorite controller from back in the day, you can play all your N64 games on for another $49.99. It even comes with a built-in rumble pack. So, oh boy. Oh, boy. So, obviously, once everyone saw this, um, I think the consensus on the Internet and with our community was just like, nope. So, and pretty much uh, the day the day that the pricing was announced, I just went on to the PlayStation Store, PlayStation Network, and I grabbed the Sega Genesis Classics that have considerable more uh, Sega Genesis games to select from and pick that up for like eight bucks. So, you know, if you want to play Genesis games, there's other ways to play them, even if you want to buy the collection on the Switch. It's been on sale numerous times. There's like four different places on the Switch you can play Sonic 1, for God's sake. So, <laughs> And some of our feedback from the community, Alberto said it's a hard pass. Most of the games I would want on the service I already have on other devices. Ren mentioned it's definitely a pass. I'll stick to emulators until that price goes down, if that price goes down. <laughs> Uh, John BT said basically it's the PlayStation Plus price and no real free games. Nope, no real free games. It's correct. <laughs> and Alberto kind of chimed back and said, Yeah, I'm subscribed to a bunch of services and what Nintendo is offering is not worth it to me. And then Gerald said, Yeah, guys, I'm also out. Nintendo will always charge these kind of prices because even people complain about it at the end of the day, they end up paying for stuff like this. So that's the consensus from our Discord. And, uh, What's your guys' consensus? So, Kev, I'll go to you first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm out. This, this, this is, this is, this, uh, no, mm -mm. no. And what about you, Des? Same thing. I just, there are easier and cheaper ways to get uh, these, these games. I mean, I think it's, hey, you trying to get your money? Get your money, you know, but I'm not, no, that's not, that's not for me. No. Yeah. I mean, my, I, I still can't do a chat on Switch. Yeah. Get your, and I could do that on a Vita. Yeah. Get your, uh, get, get your, your, your online stuff taken care of. And then we'll talk about these little quote unquote extras you got. Cause, um, yeah, this is not, yeah. This ain't yeah. It. No, it's, this is not it. To me, it's like, okay, how many times have we paid for um, ports of these games? I mean, I have Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, and I have also Star Fox 64 on the 3DS. There's 3DS versions of all three of those games already. Uh, the Mario 64 is on the DS, but... You know, I don't want to go back and play Mario Kart 64. I know a lot of people love that that title, uh, the Mario Kart. My Mario Kart was the original SNES Mario Kart that I have memories for because I'm old. I'm old. It's like, <laughs> and uh, I was telling the guys last night talking about this. It's like, you know, it's like the N64 to me when the Genesis, I mean, when the Saturn and the PlayStation were out. The the, the N64 is like a redheaded stepchild. It was the the system that you kind of collect the only thing i collected on the n64 was dust on the system <laughs> in my damn entertainment center because i sure as hell is not going to go out and buy no 80 dollars version of like quake or doom for this damn system and uh have it be all those like you know polygonal like graphics where you know basically they were just just 
like unrefined polygons and just the way those games looked. And, you know, if it was something that didn't take advantage of the N64 controller, which was innovative at the time on here, I wasn't going to touch it. Why am I going to buy a damn Mar Mario Dr. Mario 64 for like 60 bucks to play Dr. Mario on my N64? That's that shit is straight trash. I'm sorry. Just put wow. That, put that <laughs> crap back. I mean, I traded in my N64 and I did not shed no tears. I did not said, shed a tear. So. said straight trash. At the time, Nintendo, I mean, I'm glad they came back. I mean, GameCube kind of fizzled out, but I consider the GameCube a better effort on their part. So, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, they knocked it out with the Wii, but, you know. He said straight trash. Show is yeah. not playing. Well, my opinion, but yeah, it's just pretty much that that thing came out and is big dead. So I think Nintendo is not really uh, paying attention to the market. I think they're kind of tone deaf right now, at least on that. Um, you know, I was watching a couple of you, uh, this one particular YouTuber, uh, modern vintage gamer, and he had a couple of videos, both about the OLED switch and also on Nintendo online and the expansion pass. And one thing he was stating is that, and like you guys were hinting at, it's like the service in of itself. It's, it's like I pay 20 bucks so I could play monster hunter online with you guys and play some of the Nintendo games, but I do want integrated party chat. I do want to have a friends list and be able to send messages back and forth, but because of the children's, we're not going <laughs> to ever have that. And, uh, you know, to pay 50 bucks to, you know, basically pay for, um, you know, a, a gimped virtual console from the Wii. It's like, if you guys offered like the entire virtual console library that was on the Wii uh, as a service, I would gladly pay 50 bucks a year for that thing on there. I think if they further enhance this with other systems and other games, I might take a look at this. But knowing Nintendo, they probably are not going to do that. So, you know. Boo. Yes. <laughs> I mean, All you're right. right, but boo. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep it open. I mean, if they decide to enhance the service in some way, we'll take a, I'll take a look at it, you know, once they make enhancements to it. But the way it stands right now, it's a big fat no for me. So, all right, next news story. Um, this is from Aaron Greenberg and the Xbox team, but they finally got the Xbox Series X mini fridge deets. And finally, kind of did the, the did the work of God to get this ready in this uh, uh, troubling, you know, marketplace right now, as far as you know, supply chain issues and whatnot. So, uh, so if you want to, I know Gerald's all ready to hot and heavy to go pre-order this bad boy. It's available for pre-sale in the U.S. on October 19th. Um, it is a Target exclusive, so. If you want a uh, little refrigerator in the shape of a Series X, you have to go to Target to get take care of that. So, and uh, it's going to be uh, be available on October nineteenth. It is ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. You gonna get one, Joe? Uh, I don't think I have a need for a mini fridge. You know, I'm pretty practical with stuff like that. I mean, I'm still rocking my fridge from when I. Uh, First got a house when I was married, so I've been rocking in like an old fridge. It still works, and as long as it still works, even though my ice maker is broken, 
<laughs> that uh, I, I don't need an extra fridge in the house. So, you know, but but why not? But why? <laughs> why ask why, Joe? Just do it. Just just get it, Joe. Damn it. Why do you want to see it for your own self, or you just want to make fun of me for buying one? <laughs> <laughs> No, because I want to see. I want to see it. You know, it seems. I don't know. It just seems like it's something that's in your wheelbarrow or your wheel wheelbarrow. It's just something in your wheelhouse. It's like, yeah, you know, let's do it. Well, for those of you guys that are interested out there, it holds up to ten cans of your favorite beverage. So all your Monster Energy drinks and/or's Rockstar Energy drinks for your double XP uh, will be at, at the ready. So when Halo Infinite comes out, uh, how much is it so again? Ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents. So. Oh. So it, it does have two shelves on the door. As so well. that might be your uh, your your uh, your birthday or your uh, Christmas present. I will take it if you buy it for a Christmas present. I, of course I you will. No I would would never return it to Target the day after Christmas. No, no, no. I would never. <laughs> Dude, if I bought that for you and I walked into your house and it was gone, I would I would I would never be your friend again. I would literally stop being your friend. I would turn around. Say goodbye to your dogs. Wave goodbye, you know. To oh, the cat. I, I, I would I assume would that never... you would go in if you didn't see. It's like, where is it? No, no. <laughs> like, I would it's just... not here. I, I traded it in. It's like barrage. You would like just go. No, nope, I would. I would never. I would not even. Nope. I would not even do that. I would just be like, what the hell, man? And then that'd be the end of it. So, I just, I just, I just so I'm clear. Microsoft solved the supply chain issues for bringing an appliance to market. <laughs> okay. For bringing an appliance to market. Doesn't matter, you know, that's still an accomplishment in the, given this post or current, you know, pandemic era that we're living in. But we still have not seen single player of Halo Infinite. <laughs> a a am I missing something here? Uh, no. Is this easier to make a free a fridge? I guess. One of after these six years, not like the other. <laughs> We're gonna see it December, whatever the release date is. December what eighth uh, or whatever the date is. So I apologize <laughs> for being ignorant about. The release, I think it's seventh. I think so. You're giving people a refrigerator <laughs> before you're showing off the single player campaign of your biggest franchise, a franchise that you are more than willing to launch in conjunction with the Series X console until it turned into an internet meme, and you've had six years, multiple directors, you figured out the supply chain to get an appliance to market at a limited to a single retailer, but you don't have gameplay footage or recent gameplay footage of the single-player campaign of your biggest franchise. I, I, okay. I, 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 at least we know where your where your priorities are, Xbox. 
I, I, I mean, come I on. Applied. You know, I applied. I they, they, they knock it out of the park with the peripherals. And, like, you know, I pre-ordered the 20th anniversary, like, uh, Series X series controller. It was pretty. It looks pretty badass. But, you know, you, t- you take what you get, I guess, with Xbox, you know. And so I, I'm just. I'm trying to get games. I know. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get games. I, 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 okay, cool. You give me a fridge. But I'm, I'd rather get games. I mean, I thought this is what I got this thing for. Apparently, I'm thinking about this the wrong way. I need to be keeping my Pringles and my Monster Drinks cold. I, okay. Hey. <laughs> I, I just think this is, this comedy just writes itself at this point. Uh, it really does. <laughs> literally writes itself it literally writes itself hey you know your eager news reporter here he was attending a twitter spaces uh like a speech from aaron greenberg a couple nights ago and it was like funny to hear everyone uh talk about just all the work hard work it actually took to get the fringe to market so and i know one of the fans actually said the fact that um, they were hoping that, you know, obviously that Xbox fans around the world want to see it in their markets as well, because right now it's only available um, in U.S., Canada, and then France, Germany, Italy, Ireland, Spain, Netherlands, and Poland. So like other people were saying, well, I hope you get this out so that everyone can enjoy this wonderful fridge in, in their home countries as well. So, I, I know that I'm ready. And so Aaron Greenberg did state that they will continue to expand the regional availability in 2022 pending regulatory approvals and restrictions on it. Because it is a refrigerator, obviously, they have to go to each market and get uh, the regulatory approval to bring out the fridge in that individual market. So they have to kind of play things by ear mm. on there. So Canada, unfortunately, there's no Targets into Canada, so they have to pre-order directly from the Xbox gear shop. And then for fans in Europe, uh, it will be available from game in the UK. And then uh, mainline Europe, uh, GameStop Europe is the place to go for this bad boy. Okay. Now, let's let's ingest everything that you just said, okay? Yes. (laughs) About a freaking mini refrigerator. Yes. From a company that is supposedly producing the most powerful console in the world. Yes, the world's most powerful console. World's most powerful console, 12 T-flops of power. And we're getting a refrigerator. World's most powerful refrigerator. That ha- and we are not they and we are not getting a complete version of their biggest franchise. Are we, we see the dedication which required money to overcome the all these different obstacles to get this appliance to all these different regions. And if this was Samsung, if this was, you know, Sony, if this was Vizio, if if this was any other electronics or appliance manufacturer, Whirlpool, I mean, hey, kudos. But damn it, y'all supposed to be making games. 
Apparently, hey, it's obvious that I don't know what's going on in 2021. So uh, forgive forgive my ignorance. <laughs> forgive my ignorance. You need a fridge? <laughs> Hey, the fridge does come with a couple of USB plugs in the front, so you can charge your controllers. There you go. I mean, hey, that's something, right? And it actually has a DC power, so if you want to bring it on the go, you could actually bring it on the go if you want. Why would you take a mini? Anyway, I think it's great. Hey, you know. Hey, that's enough about the mini fridge, so we kind of went on. Sure. Like, does it make ice? Is it an ice maker, too? Uh, Only wish. Does it come with a copy of Halo Infinite that's complete? <laughs> Do I have to buy a fridge in order to get that? Uh, I, don't, um, I, don't th- I don't think such a thing exists. You have to wait for the <laughs> spring patch, I believe, on there. So, damn. I did. I did happen to play in Halo Infinite multiplayer for a good fifteen minutes uh, a couple weeks ago. I didn't mention it in my playlist, but it's Halo. So, did you like it? <laughs> I think it would seem like it was okay, yeah. Like you said, it was Halo. It was Halo, yeah. <laughs> I figured since the progression wasn't going to save, I just kind of took a peek at the game. I was playing the 5v5 um, multiplayer. and you didn't got smoked? Really... Nah, I got a couple kills. I got a couple kills, so. Uh, I got killed got a couple smoked. times, so. Yeah, I did get smoked, so. <laughs> like a, like a new port, huh? <laughs> Shit, if you play that, you'd be smoked like a pack of cool. That's why I don't play it. Hello. I know. I don't pretend. Y'all, this is wrong. It's so wrong. Anyway, next news story is about Capcom. So we talked about Monster Hunter Rise and the Switch version and the upcoming Steam version on here. I know we had some listeners actually download and test her out on there and uh, with some mixed responses, you know, um, but Capcom did comment that, uh, that they're quote unquote going to be unable to implement any sort of cross save or cross play um, capability between the original switch version and its upcoming PC port on there. So, so they did comment with the tweet saying that basically after looking into it throughout the development process, we found that we are unable to implement uh, them at this time. As always, we appreciate your continued feedback and support on there. So, oh, that's nice. So, you know, obviously, if you want to play Monster Hunter Rise on the PC, go for it. I know we have some listeners, including, you know, a listener of the show, Ren, that's going to go ahead and double dip on this and, uh, I'm still curious. I still might download the demo, but you know, right now the only way I access Steam is basically in my work computer room. And my computer room is where I work, and I would be kind of not wanting to play more games on in in this area and spend more time any any more than what I do. So it's probably going to be a hard pass for me. I'm going to stick to my Switch version of the game. So yeah. I don't think I'm gonna. I'm not gonna double dip. I just know I'm not. So, it's just not it'd who be, I want to. Not what I want to do. Nice. You think about double dipping because Ren's buying it, uh, Kev, or you? You think you're just not gonna dedicate any time to replay Rise? Uh, if I did do it, it would be to play with Ren. 
if and I if, did do it, it would that that would be the only reason to play it to do it. I'm thinking if you do double dip, I might double dip because you know Gerald will probably double dip, and so we maybe at least get some partying going on and kind of go from there. So yeah, it's just that I don't know. It, and I, I, I was thinking that it was going to be this way because this is a Switch port. You can't put details in a game that weren't there to begin with unless you're going to completely re remake the game. But it it's just it's just a more a higher resolute a more higher a higher resolution and a higher frame rate version of the Switch game. And you know, hey. I, I, to me, World is is the is the epitome of Monster Hunter. I mean, that is the first one I played. You know, I I get it. I know that's blasphemy by by some folks, but to me, I'm I'm Team World all day, every day. Mm, that's but, not blasphemy. No, but, it's the one you played and got used to. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, you're not the elite monster hunter experience everyone has their own opinion about exactly. the series the series is very polarizing in of itself by itself just because you know if you played it back in the day on the ps2 oh my god that game was so user unfriendly <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like not even funny i mean i grinded me and des grinded that game you know we had to go out and just grind for materials too i mean it's got moved a long way since its original iteration and i definitely am not asking you as a monster hunter world fan to go back and play like say monster hunter 3 or <laughs> go back and play some of the psp ports of those games because it's a whole different ball game with those bad uh, boys so <laughs> i can't go back mm -mm. sorry i can't go back yeah i refuse to go back but i i was hope you know i was hoping to see more detail in those landscapes but it's the switch port and they're not going to put stuff that wasn't there to begin with unless they're going to remake the game. So, you know, I could see myself maybe getting this on a steam winter sale or summer sale, or, you know, as, as steam often does put, put their, their library of titles uh, on sale and be able to play, play with Ren. But yeah, in and of itself, I have no need to go and play the game again, just on another platform. Good deal. Well, we'll, see, we'll see once it does come out. You know, there will be an eventual Steam discount. I mean, as far as key resellers like Green Man Gaming and Humble Bundle and whatnot. So probably see to where maybe it gets down to the 20, 30 buck range. Probably might be something to play, but we'll see. So. All right, next couple of news stories. We kind of want to talk about the whole uh, DC Fandom event that happened earlier today on here. So we are recording on the same day as it happened. So uh, first thing, there was a new trailer shown for the new Gotham Knights on here. Unfortunately, there was no gameplay that was shown, but the uh, kind of cinematic clip they showed uh, starred Penguin on there and it showed... Uh, Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood on there about uh, warning about the Court of Owls on there. And, uh, you know, it looked pretty cool. I mean, I can't, you know, fade on this. This is being developed by um, Batman Arkham Origins developer Warner Brothers Games Montreal on there. There's an open world third person action RPG, but you could play either solo or two player online co op on there. And, uh, 
What's, what's your guys' impressions of the cinematic trailer that was shown today? All right, Court of Owls. I mean, it's interesting. I never really thought that we would uh, get a Court of Owls game like this. I thought it would be would have been more in a full-on Batman game, given how how long the Court of Owls um, thing went. Um, by that, I mean it was... it. it in the comics, it went on for a very long time, and it really changed the 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 history, some of the history of um, uh, Batman and and the universe. So I'm surprised we didn't get it as a full on Batman game. Um, I do think Batman will be in it at some point. I know he's missing and all that other good stuff, but um, it looked fine. One thing that I did not kind of like was the the talents or the, 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 the assassins of the court of owls, uh, they're not zombies, you know, they are, they are actual trained assassins. So, so I really hope that they use them as trained assassins. Cause there was a couple of scenes where they released some talents and they were running at them. Like they were like crazed, uh, zombies or something. So I was just kind of like, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, but again, not really sure. Um, I liked uh, Penguin when he was talking to uh, Nightwing and they were talking about like, you know, do you want to go down this road and blah, blah, blah. I thought, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, I was like, I- I'm, I'm, I'm here for this narrative. I want to see what happens. Um, I like uh, Batman um, and I, I really love his his extended family. So um, I'm hopeful that they add other characters like Cassandra Cain, like Stephanie Brown, spoiler, um, because I think those would be really kind of cool people to uh, to play as as well. I'm I'm hoping that it is not a game as a service. I don't think it is. Um, so we'll have like a beginning, a middle, and an end, and then maybe some DLC, which, which introduces other members of the Bat family. Um, which sounds fantastic. So I'm, I'm, uh, I need to see more gameplay before I say day one or not. But I'm really excited for, um, for this game right now. After seeing that trailer, I'm excited for it. I'll take that really back. I'm excited for it. <laughs> well, since so. it's two-player co-op, I'm definitely going to pick it up. And uh, you know, I'm a batman fan i've been a batman fan i mean oh i know i know uh, dude you know obviously as of late i'm not too familiar because i stopped reading comics a while ago but um, for a good 20 years i was in it to win it on there you know i was you know i could talk to des anything about any like uh 70s or 80s or even 90s batman storylines and that kind of thing you know jim aparo of course you know uh denny o'neill you know all the good stuff you know, so, and uh, definitely welcome. I probably should, you know, I've never really given any of the Arkham games a fair shake, and I probably owe it to myself to go back and at least check those out as well. They were um, really I probably good. have a have a good were, time. I know, Kev, yeah. you probably could attest to uh, those games as being some of your favorites. So I beat them. I beat the yeah. first two, but I, for whatever reason, I wanted to beat the third one, but having the Batmobile be such a huge part of it was kind of like this Batmobile wasn't all that good. (laughs) But, but Kevin, what are your thoughts? So, yeah, I would recommend going and playing the uh, Arkham collection. 
uh, the Arkham series, rather, including Origins. I know a lot of people hate on Origins. I thought it was pretty good. Never played it. Um, the trailer looked interesting, but I'm going back to the gameplay that they showed where they showed some, a sequence where a duo was going up against uh, Mr. Freeze. And it was some things that they said about weeklies and revisiting levels at higher levels to get more loot and a couple other games as a service keywords that they dropped in that this was going mm -hmm. back this is going back some months and how like well mr freeze will do different moves with the more difficult the higher difficulty but you get better stuff you know once you beat him and I did not like the way that sounded, particularly in the face of the Avengers. Um, mm -hmm. we, we just, <laughs> that was either, I can't remember if it was brand new or we're just getting ready to release, or it, it was somewhere around that, that time where they were talking about this and mentioning all these games as a service stuff. So I am cautiously optimistic. I'm I'm going to have to see real gameplay. What is this? Is this a dedicated narrative that you can play with a friend? Or is this games as a service going in and getting loot? Because if it's that, I don't want that in this type of game. I agreed. I would I'd, I'd be very disappointed if that happens. They're describing it at least when it was originally unveiled as an open world third person action RPG, basically. So, yeah, but they mm. they were throwing a lot of games as a service jargon in that description. Got it. A lot of games as a service jargon in that description, and uh, that is not what I want from this type of game at all. Yeah, there is a behind the scenes video that was released to today that has a snippets of gameplay, but I actually just want to see gameplay itself. So hopefully Agreed. we'll see more maybe towards the end of the year, maybe during the game awards or maybe at the beginning of next year. No release date has been announced for this, by the way. So on there, it was delayed to 2022, of course, uh, it was supposed to be released this year, but uh, obviously they haven't really given a firm date at all for it so and my opinion of it uh, i mean i you know i could watch cinematics all day long cinematics is not going to really prove anything to me and so no. you know i'm just excited that it is two-player co-op and uh if one of you guys pick it up or even some of the people in our community will pick it up it definitely be something to where i would love to play you know definitely i think playing as some of the lesser i wouldn't say lesser uh, batman uh, universe heroes like Nightwing and Robin. I think I'm well, I think that's awesome that these characters can be included in a mainline video game. I think it's awesome that they're in there. So I definitely appreciate the hook with this as well. So, all right. And then uh, the other game that they showed during the uh, DC um, Dome event. Fandome. Um, Fandome. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Des. Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, so we saw another cinematic trailer. This is Rocksteady's uh, um, take on the Suicide Squad, and the cinematics look great, in my opinion. Looks like it, uh, you know, you four-player 
I'm assuming co-op title, and you know that will include Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark on here. But the cinematics look pretty damn cool, and um, you know what can I say other than uh, I'm kind of welcoming this game. It's a one to four player co-op game. You could play it single player uh, with the squad filled by bots, or if you want to play multiplayer with your friends, you can take the role of the other squad members in an online co-op on there. So. The whole game is accessible single player or multiplayer on there. So, and if you play single player, then you could switch characters at will as well. So, on there, and I, you know, I welcome this. I have not seen the new Suicide Squad movie, but I'm a big fan of the previous uh, DCU comic series. Um, so, I definitely welcome this uh, game. I think it'll be fun. So, what's your take, Des? Looks good. Um, I think it honestly looks better than. Um... Gotham only because uh, Gotham Knights only because while Gotham Knights is kind of like, Oh, you know, we're, it's the court of owls and it's, oh, it's super serious. This one looks like it's taking, it's not taking itself too seriously. And, you know, we're already seeing people's heads explode. Um, it looks good. Um, I think it's going to be funny. Um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I want to say I'm excited for it. You know, again, I am more excited for it than I am for uh, Gotham Knights. I mean, I think this uh, sounds more like that the game that we are that we are really wanting. Uh, instead of it being like a paid um, a games as a service, this looks like it can honestly be something that's just you know you play with your friends, you go on missions, and you kill people. You know, um, I really believe that you're probably going to um would get dlcs and go on different missions again i hope that they bring in other characters from the suicide squad um and i don't know i, I just think the story is going to be a lot more uh fun and and engaging and just and just super hilarious given given the amount of just silliness you can do with it you know it's like like i'm looking at it and and harlequin is acting like harlequin um deadshot uh looks to be deadly i don't know just I, I, superman looks crazy it's all about it's all about um um brainiac and how brainiac is going to be uh taking over the justice league so that'll be fun to see how that happens and then them having to go and kill them like i i'm more interested in seeing like who they're gonna run into um in this game i don't know this is the one that again i am more excited for than than any of the other games um it just seems like this is gonna be fun i mean are you guys feeling the same way i am i mean i'm kind of open to it you know so and i appreciate suicide squad as a concept and you know i want to see the new movie too as well, but I'm welcoming the fact that it is, you know, four-player co-op because I think there sh could be some fun to be had. But we'll see once gameplay is revealed because all we're dealing with cinematic Again, so far. So yeah, need yeah. more gameplay trailer because at this point we ain't got nothing for these games, and they're both coming out next year. You no know, release date as well, just 2022. So, um, so that's kind of making me a little sad too because I really wanted to see you know what was what was going to happen or what's coming up but you know i don't know so kev what are your thoughts on it 
Um, I don't. If it's a, if it's a fun brawler, then cool. Uh, I don't really have one. I don't feel one way or the other about the Suicide Squad as an IP. I I I really does Holly Quinn have superpowers of any kind no. or or skill? Okay, she's just, so she's uh, just a crazy crazy gal. Oh no, she is a she is a trained gymnast, so she is agile. But I guess in in DC, when you become a a maniac, when you go crazy, you unlock your your martial arts skill or <laughs> vulnerability or super superhuman abilities. Like or, or or being crazy is a superhuman ability, which comes with all this other stuff. But yeah, she is just a normal a normal woman, you know, with 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 above average gymnastic abilities. But that's pretty much about it. So that's why I'm kind of like, mm. yeah, I never I never understood the love on for Harley Quinn because as again, I not knowing anything about the characters, I just assumed that if she doesn't have some type of superpowers, like why is she? Going like Superman? going I'm against Superman and Batman, <laughs> and it's it's like you're outclassed. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you, would think that she you would are be dead. seriously outclassed. You know, uh, I guess you you know one might be might be able to say you could say the same thing about the Joker, but the Joker has this ability to, at least from what I can pick up, his his lunacy spreads to people who are mentally weak. Type of dude, at least to me, from what I've seen of him, and you know, getting people to do different things, and yeah, he's a pretty good tactician too. So I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of the thing about him. So yeah, so it's like I don't understand the the love on for Harley, but if it's a fun beat him up, then then okay. But I'm gonna have to see the game in action. Uh, I mean, the trailer was pretty cool, but I'm gonna need to see the game in action. Cool. So I'm in a holding position. I guess that's the best way to. I mean, no, I totally understand. It's kind of one of those things. It's like, ah. So. All right, good deal. Well, we got our impressions. If you guys have any impressions out there of what you think of either trailer, just let us know. I did post both the um, you know news stories in the Discord in our news section. So we have a pretty robust news section because me and kev like have dueling links you know throughout the week when something's kind of all the time yes there are link bros yes of course you're probably at break on break at work right and just like yeah and stuff (laughs) that's pretty much when i send them out (laughs) and you know whenever i get a chance if i see something that catches my eye through my normal browsing or whatnot you know i will shoot it on there including course all the deals section of course as well so and last thing i want to kind of talk about something we haven't really talked about on the show we kind of talked about the amico stuff last week with intellivision and the games that were announced but there's another um home console that is currently on its way i don't know if you guys have heard of the evercade before Uh, evercade is this particular retro handheld um that has come out and has been successful you know and what they have with this evercade is that they have particular cartridges for particular manufacturers they have a compilation of a certain 
titles and you have like a technos uh arc, you know cartridge a data east arcade cartridge and so on and so forth but they have a system that is coming out um it's called the evercade versus on here it basically uses the same cartridge uh, cartridges as the handheld and they did go ahead and push back the launch of it so um basically um that it's going to launch in europe in December and in the U.S. and Canada shipments have been pushed back to January, but uh, the games there are available. I mean, if you want to play older titles and want to actually not pirate them and give um, retailers a, uh, you know, um, not retailers, uh, game manufacturers of the IP kind of their just do with this stuff, um, and it might be something that you could possibly uh play some of these older titles and play them on your TV. And so I want to kind of mention this to you guys and talk about this system because I know you're waiting for the Amico to come out, but I know that there is an Intellivision cartridge that's coming out in December or January once this thing is out. And Kev, I'm not sure if you'd be interested possibly in, in checking this system out, especially since there is support for um, old Atari games, old, old Intellivision titles on here. I know I'm looking at the Intellivision Collection 1. It comes with um, Astro Smash, Buzz Bombers, Frog Bog, Night Stalker, Pinball, Princess Quest, Shark Shark, Super, Slapshot, Super Pro Hockey, Snafu, Thin Ice, Thunder Castle, and Word Rocket. So uh, out of those. So uh, is this something that maybe catches your eye as far as playing some of these old titles? It would if it comes with Intellivision controllers. It mm. doesn't. Yeah, the controller is just your bog standard, like uh, four button, uh, you know, regular like controller with a, a D pad, and that's it, like a digital D pad. So. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Intellivision games were designed for that. Uh, that uh, it is a nightmare on the hands. <laughs> can television probably that system is probably the the dearest to my heart because it was the first console i ever had and i've got so many memories attached to it but it probably has it holds the record for being the poorest ergonomically designed controllers of any console to ever come out i didn't care about kids hands back then Ain't care about your hands back then when you were a little kid. Come on. That is that is a torture. That thing was a torture device, and the games were designed around that. There were functions that of the game that you could not do unless you had access to that number pad, um, that control disc, uh, aka the thumb blisterer, uh, that had sixteen points of articulation in there, or movement rather. And, um, yeah, having that in a, having that on reduced to that type of controller on a, if it looks kind of NES inspired, you know, the Evercade for the set top, I don't know how, I don't know how effective that's going to be in translating to an Intellivision game. I don't even know if it's really possible without some chicanery. In the, in the control functionality. 
you know, this is, wasn't on my radar, but, you know, Best Buy has it on pre-order at bestbuy.com. And it's like, I'm looking at this and it's like, hmm, even the handheld looks kind of cool too. And uh, like uh, they have like certain cartridges, like they have a couple of Atari Lynx cartridges. They have a Data East cartridge. They have a Technos Arcade cartridge. Technos Arcade comes with... Um, Double Dragon, Double Dragon 2, Double Dragon 3, Combat Tribes, and uh, uh, some other games as well. So it's just kind of crazy to, to think that, you know, this has come in the market, and it looks like it's uh, kind of being supported by numerous cartridges out there. The cartridges actually cost 20 bucks, so it's actually not too bad on there. They have a couple of Atari Lynx cartridges, too, so... Yeah, I'm lo- I'm looking at I'm looking at the controller. You can't play an Intellivision game with that. Y- you can't. <laughs> so, it, it, I mean, maybe with a simpler ones like Astro Smash, sure, that wouldn't be a problem. Night Stalker probably wouldn't be a problem. But if you get anything, if you get to anything more complicated, like if you want to get into like space battle, space hawk. Um, uh, some of the more st- the strategy games like Utopia, even some of the even the sports games like playing bowling. I mean, I, I don't see how you'd be able to play that play that game with that type of control. And maybe they will limit their Intellivision selections to just those simpler games mechanically. Uh, if that's the case, then that wouldn't be a problem. But you know. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming that that probably would do that as well. That they wouldn't uh, pick a game that would require uh, the button, the keypad layout if need be. But uh, you know, I might I might look into picking up an Evercade either with the How much versus, is it? Uh, the this home system is ninety nine ninety nine. The handheld is uh, eighty dollars. So. Oh well, I, I'll definitely pick that up. Just just. I just put uh, the link in the outline. The... So. Uh-oh. Just for just for that, I mean, I I was thinking it was, I was I was thinking it was going to cost like it was in like Amico, uh, no, okay. a couple bills, wow. but no, huh? In fact, in fact, the um, link I just put in the outline is ninety nine ninety nine for the system, and it comes with the Technos arcade cartridge as well. So it comes with the Double Dragon two, Double Dragon three, Combat Tribes, and some other Technos games included w- with the system for ninety nine ninety nine. So. Wow. So are those the like the arcade versions of the game or are they arcade the, versions? The... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. These are all arcade versions. So this kind of hasn't been on my radar, but it's like I, I saw this kind of come up in my timeline because I was kind of thinking, oh, what, who in the hell would pay for old arcade ROMs, you know, <laughs> on it? But it's, it's actually kind of cool. I kind of see where it might. Uh, be better than just buying a mini console, you know, because you got cartridges you could plug in and just buy the games you want. In fact, Des, they have a a couple of like more recent indie titles too that are available too in a selection as well on there. So, well, okay then. Yeah, like mm-hmm. some indie platformers on there. So, and uh, they have also too like a double cartridge with uh, that Xeno Crisis game that's on the um, Xbox uh, Games Pass. You know that kind of old school mm-hmm. Alien Syndrome slash Smash TV type game mm-hmm. on a cartridge as well. But all the cartridges seem like they're like twenty bucks, so you know, pretty reasonable. Uh, the Data East Collection first cartridge 
includes uh, Bump and Jump, Bad Dudes, Burger Time, Fighters History, Joe and Mac 2, Magical Drop 2, Midnight Resistance, Two Crude Dudes. I'm bad. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's like, I was looking at that, it's like, oh. Damn, that is, that is, that is yapping at me. (laughs) That is, that is talking to a brother. Hmm? Yeah, I'm gonna get this. Yeah. Okay. And and if you do get the handheld, the handheld uses the same cartridges as the home console as well, too. So. Yeah, I'm gonna get this. Okay. I'm the enabler over here on the podcast. <laughs> but... You really are. <laughs> you really are. I love helping people buy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> get my thrill, but. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on this, Des, at all? No. I mean, I'll probably play it at your house. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and if I uh, have no other discussion, that is the news for this episode. So. Okay. Okay. I Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking at that. It's like, this is actually pretty dope. Oh, I know. I looked at okay, it. Yeah. Okay. $99? Shit. You ain't said nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All righty. Uh, contact. <laughs> you can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use if you've heard something that you want to respond to or if you yourself would like to be on our show get your opinion on this wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners you're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com did i say comcast.com first uh, no you said gmail.com okay i mean it's yeah. funny if you did yeah i yeah i was i was still looking at that <laughs> at that verse that never came <laughs> Like, you want to pause like, while you, while you no, 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 I, 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 no, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm collected. I'm collected. I'm collected. <laughs> so, uh, we are our social media. We also have social media accounts. Uh, you can reach our show on Twitter at Gaming Vessels. That's also where you're going to be one of the places where you can get a link to our Discord server. We would highly invite you. We definitely invite you to be part of that. Uh, Many of you know the social medias can be kind of a difficult place to navigate uh, with regards to getting into conversations with people with some sense. Mm. And we are by no means an echo chamber. Uh, we have a varying opinions on gaming, but everybody is very nice, very fun, and very respectful. We, quack, we crack wise on different things, but nothing is malicious. So I would encourage you, I would definitely encourage you, if you're a listener to the show, if you want to be able to discuss video games uh, and and have a differing opinions on the subject, but still very friendly, very uh, very fun, uh, please join our Discord server. You can get our our Discord server. Click the link off of our Twitter page at Gaming Vessels, or you can get that link from any podcast aggregate that you use to download our show individually individually we also have our own social media accounts i can be found at shonuf71 on twitter that's s-h-o-n-u-f-f the number 71 psn i am shonuf7 same spelling with number seven at the end on xbox i am shonuf071 same spelling with 071 at the end 
Steam, I am Shonuff71, same spelling as originally, and my Switch friend code is 7658215533309. So Trader Joe, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? Okay, for me, uh, if you want to go ahead and talk about the Xbox mini fridge some more, you could go ahead and <laughs> reach me at JabroniChief, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, PSN Steam, I am uh, known as Jabroni Chief, uh, same spelling as my Twitter account, Xbox Jabroni Chief 374. And then my Nintendo friend code is uh, 4712 5953-1409. Dez, where can folks get a hill of you at, man? All right, y'all can find me on Twitter at the Nemo6. That's T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. Then you can find me on PSN and Steam at Nemo Tigger. That's N E M O T G G R. And my Nintendo friend code is 5280-6674-4519. And as always, please, when you message us, let us know how you heard about us. Mention the the podcast or, or gaming vessels or something because we want to talk to people, not bots. Indeed, indeed. So, folks, thanks for hanging in there with us. This is going to bring episode 143 to a close so for trader joe aka the jabroni chief yeah, yeah. <laughs> jabroni <laughs> the macaroni for, <laughs> for Des, aka the high res hater aka <laughs> can't even remember your aka's aka the cat bear daddy aka the cat daddy aka the gamer stead daddy i am sure. <laughs> mm. i am sure thank you aka digger dulamite saying we will be we will be back next week with a new show episode 144 peace screw you dad <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>